Good morning, my friends. Skip here. 4.03 a.m. April 14th, 2022. Uh, the day before a tax deadline day here in the United States. Let me get a drink and my juice here. Um, a little bit chilly out. We uh, we can't seem to turn the corner on spring here in in Iowa. Uh, soon enough, it'll be plenty warm. Uh, want to talk about an important topic. I hope every topic's important. <coughs> Um, and as I have said before, you know, um, much of this podcast is about, um, taking different approaches at, uh, some of the same topics. So I want to talk about masks today. And what I mean by masks, let's, let's start with a definition. Uh, I want to talk about the fact that that we put on prescribed ways of being human, uh, persona, ego, and uh, so I want to talk about the little masks that we wear and how we wear collective masks, how we where individual persona and how that becomes a collective reality. When we're born into the world, we're given a fairly limited way of, of being. We're given choices, but those choices are limited. They're structured. They're they're put into, uh, we are put into sort of boundaries. Now, it can appear that these boundaries are wide, right? Uh, if you want, at, at some point, you can become a rebel. You can rebel against everything. Or you can become a conformist. You can get along to uh, find your way through this reality. And it, it, it seems as though those are really the only choices we have. And we all fall into these prescribed notions of what it means to be a human being. Each society may have something a little different to offer, but there are a handful uh, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe tens, maybe hundred ways you can be different. But ultimately, uh, there are choices that are fairly limited. Uh, you can grow up to to be a person who adheres to the rules or a person that doesn't believe in the rules. You can grow up to be a, a person with 
sort of more conservative values or more liberal values. Uh, you can be a person who uh, who grows up with security in your family or a person who grows up uh, with some some wounds and some influences around parents who aren't present, uh, family who, who isn't present in your life. Uh, and those things form how we perceive reality. But there is uh, only so many of those ways of being. Uh, and that's not to... It's not to say that that we're robbed of our individuality, that I have said it before, I'll say it again, there are almost 8 billion different realities, excuse me, in this world. Uh, there's no doubt everyone perceives differently. But if you look close enough at how people function, you will see that there really are only a few ways in which people live out their reality in the wider context. Uh, that if you want to be uh, a rebel, there's a few ways you can do that, right? You can be sort of the rock and roller or the thug. Uh, if you want to be a conformist, there's a few ways you can do that. You know, you can be the good student or the good little boy or girl. Uh, and so we begin with our individual way of being, which is uh, varied in that we can produce different realities. We perceive, everyone perceives differently. But that is narrowed, ever more narrowed down into uh, uh, the big masks that we wear. So we, we begin with our individual ego that we develop, that our family hands us, that our society hands us. And we like to think of ourselves, especially in this country, in the United States, as deeply individualistic, as deeply independent, but... The minute we begin to take on these persona, these masks, these ways of being, we begin to narrow further and further down our choices about who we will be, who we can be. That's the false programming. That's the matrix, if you will. That's the, that's the false reality that we've created in order to make people conform. Because even if you are a rebel, right, even if you are a person who presents themselves as being a rebel, uh, you're a still you're still a falling into a pattern. You're still falling into a prescribed reality of what that means. So <clears throat> let me give you an example. Uh, in the late 70s. I remember seeing some news stories about the punk rock movement and about how 
punk rock presented itself as an alternative reality or an alternative uh, lifestyle, a sort of rebellious lifestyle. However, in the context of this so-called rebellion was uh, a fashion sense, was a prescribed way of being that, that if you were a punk rocker, you had to be X, Y, and Z and listen to X, Y, and Z, uh, dress a certain way, act a certain way. So even, even in this act of rebellion that was punk rock, the so-called act of rebellion, you fell into prescribed notions of what that meant. And so the masks were just handed, are just handed to us still. Uh, I had mentioned uh, in my last podcast or the podcast prior uh, about my late cousin, whom I loved very dearly. Uh, He passed away a few years ago uh, in a motorcycle accident. He prided himself on being a biker, being a a motorcycle guy, a rebel, a and he had the you know the rings the outfit the the chain driven billfold the everything that went with the persona of being a biker and he prided himself on being sort of that outcast that rebel but in doing that he simply put on the mask handed him to be that uh let's say you're a person who likes uh, country music or uh, for a more rural sort of understanding of life and you, you buy the pickup truck. And folks, I'm not judging anyone. I'm not saying these are bad things. What I'm trying to say is that you simply buy into a different persona. You buy into an uh, uh, individual. You, get, you put on an individual mask and you put on a collective mask. And so someone who likes country music t- typically likes to rule life, uh, you know, dresses a certain way. They, they have jeans and boots and um, drive a pickup truck and listen to country music. And they have simply put on this collective mask that says that they are this. And, and you know, we do this in all sorts of ways. Uh, one more example. Uh, my mother-in-law, who has been gone now uh, for, oh goodness, what's it been, four, five, five years almost, um, was a person who strove to be uh, upper middle class financially, her and her husband, my father-in-law, who, who's a great, they were good people, made that. They, they had the money to consider themselves upper middle class, they had the house, they had the cars, uh, their kids wore the right clothes. Uh, they put on this very American middle-class persona and lived it out uh, till, till the end. She's gone. He, uh, my father-in-law's still alive, but, but older and, and struggling, but their, their life was very much a part of this this middle class, whereas my parents put on the persona of of rebel, put on the persona of of 
uh, lower uh, middle class people. But it's the same notion that we put on the individual little mask and then we put on the big mask. So, so what does this mean? Uh, you know, I've just spent 12 minutes explaining the same thing. I, I hope we all understand that what I'm saying is that we are all pretending in some way. We are all buying into a prescribed notion of being. We're liberal, we're conservative, we're right, we're left, we're, we're Republican, Democrat, we're uh, lower middle class, upper middle class, we're rock and rollers or country people, we're, we're punk rockers or we're classical music lovers, we're, we're, we're buying into constantly the ways in which the world says we have to be. And those ways are false. They are false notions created in order for us to fit into a prescribed reality. And that prescribed reality is constructed of false understandings about what it means to be human. Because these expressions that were offered, these, these masks, uh, the individual and the collective are really constructed of ignorance about what it means to be human. What we're really doing, folks, is we're trying to um, validate, to solidify the fact that we're alive, we're existing by falling into the ways of the world. But the ways of the world are false. Uh, because they never explore, really explore true freedom from those attachments. We are offered attachments to to validate our reality, and it is in the non-attachment to the ways of this world that we truly find who we are. We truly find our authenticity. I sincerely... I sincerely believe that, that that we really can't belong anywhere. We shouldn't try to belong anywhere. Uh, we shouldn't try to be this or that. We should try to be authentically who we are through the lenses of love, compassion, hope, and grace. And then we will be, you know, the individual that expresses themselves the way they were created to be, not the ways in which the world dictates us to be. We're a long ways from that. I get that. Most individuals are a long ways from that. I get that. But I've just simply got to point out that the more authentic freedom you have in your life, the more you become free of those masks. Uh, the happier, the healthier, the more stable, the more clear, the more self-aware you become, uh, the more authentic you, you become the more you detach yourself 
for the prescribed masks, both individually and collectively offered us. There you have it, my friends. I thank you for the 16 minutes of your time. Uh, And we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.